Coming up, 4507, Wednesday the 1st of April, Think of anything other than flange, though, robot voice when you're trying to think of a part of a computer. Is it always going to just be flange that you think of? I do not know what you mean. Yes, maybe I am unsure. I cannot remember because I have seaweed cake in my arse pocket. Yeah, it surprised me there. I did not think that was part of a, a robot or a computer, whichever you are. It's unclear. We went for a day out at Hampton Court Palace and Phoebe got to meet her Auntie Jill and her cousin Andy for the first time. A day out for our little family and a chance to introduce the latest herring to her relatives. Despite not being able to find anywhere to park and then getting caught up in some road rage car horn honking as we pissed off another driver and then having a brief mini round in the car park that we finally found a place in, it felt special to do our first outing. We must this do this more, I said to my wife. And I don't just mean the bickering in a car park. Luckily, my wife found this funny, and we immediately forgave each other for our mildly cross words. And to be honest, the bickering in the car park was part of the fun. The car park bickering is one of the things I mainly remember from the family trips I went on as a kid. I remember my exasperated mum shout-whispering at me. My I think that was robot voice doing a little ping there. Uh, shout whispering at me, my sister and my brother. Do you see any other families behaving like this? I don't even remember what we were doing. I felt sure that other families did act as badly as us, but I recall looking around and not seeing any of the kids being naughty and thinking maybe we were the most evil children in the world. I don't think it stopped us bickering, though. And my parents remained remarkably calm, I now realise in hindsight, as the fatigue that comes with even one kid does make tempers much shorter than they once were. So goodness knows how they cope with all three of us. The reason I can remember the times my parents lost their rags is because it happened so rarely. And in spite of this stressful and fractious start of the trip, we had a lovely time. Though it becomes much harder to look around a tourist attraction with a baby, we had to abandon the pram and carry Phoebe in our arms, and she's now over £10, which makes her surprisingly tiring to hold on for a long time. I realise in the last 15 months I've lost the equivalent to two Phoebes in weight, though at one point it was three Phoebes and was carrying around that mass all the time. I enjoyed the splendour in the history, though as much as I'm fascinated by the Tudors, the Stuarts and all those Georges and Williams leave me cold. Not just the stories, uh, not just the stories more boring, but the art and the artefacts are as well. My favourite spot was the portrait of Christina of Denmark, or rather the accompanying label with its unintended or maybe intended diss. At 16, Christina, a noted beauty, was suggested as a potential bride for Henry VIII. Whoever was adding this information clearly felt conflicted by the historical fact and the face and that was staring back from the painting and felt compelled to add in parentheses, this portrait was painted much later in life. Just in case anyone looked at it and thought, well, that 16-year-old's no catch, she looks about 60. What was Henry VIII thinking? It made me laugh in its unnecessary bluntness and judgment and distracted away from Christina's rather good joke about how if she'd had two heads, one of them would have been at the king's disposal. But then it's not the first time that comments on a woman's looks have overshadowed her wit and intelligence. I reckon they could have left the parentheses out. We'd have worked it out. I feel like the sexist ghost of Henry VIII had been looming over the writer's shoulder, demanding that the line got added. I don't want people thinking I would have married a minger, even though I didn't. There's no real denying that Henry VIII was sexist, and a bit worse than that, to be honest. Maybe the sexist ghost of Henry VIII would be a good comedy character. Maybe for A.I. Ottima, who knows? A.I. Ottima, who knows? 
We watched St. Vincent tonight, a slightly schmaltzy and unrealistic story about a grouchy old curmudgeon making friends with a small boy next door. It was enjoyable because Bill Murray is great, but ultimately I'd like to see a comedy about a grouchy old curmudgeon who doesn't make friends with anyone or look after prostitutes and nothing changes for him. And it made me a bit sad only because one of my crazy ambitions was to one day write a film that Bill Murray starred in. He's absolutely one of the greatest comedy film actors of all time. And I realised that this probably isn't going to happen now. I mean, it was probably never going to happen, but there was a point where writing films within the working life of Bill Murray was a possibility. But now, whilst I haven't given up on the idea, I can't see me coming out with something in time. And I'd really like to write a film for the young Bill Murray, not because the old one isn't as good. He's much better, really, and made quite a flimsy film work in in this instance. I suppose I just wish that I had written Groundhog Day and Ghostbusters. But anyway, the retro video, Rahalastapa, is now up on YouTube and also on iTunes, which is new information for you. Check it out.